This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. Well, hello. I'm Sylvia Sage. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy, Funny, Raw. And I'm joined by my co-host, of course, Dr. Eddie, giving us all of his uh, public health perspective. Hello. Thank you for being with us, Dr. Eddie. And to my right, I have our guest for this month, um, introducing Ray Ray. He is a comedian, writer, actor, and uh, my friend. So uh, he is here with us today, and we're going to talk some some sex. He has no idea what he's really getting into today, so uh, we're welcoming him with open arms and open legs. So... Um, uh, to tell you a little bit about Ray, uh, he is an actor in all canceled series. So if uh, <laughs> if you wanted to catch the show, it's not there anymore. Uh, but he did just recently star on Mr. Mayor, which was um, written and co-produced by Tina Fey. Is that correct? Yep. yep. And uh, that was on NBC, co-starring um, Ted Danson and Holly Hunter. And Bobby Moynihan. And Bobby Woodhand. Moynihan. Moynihan. From SNL. I'm so sorry. Oh, yes. Yeah. Love that for you. Yeah. How fun, right? It was awesome. It was amazing. How many seasons did you guys do? We did two. <laughs> two seasons. I mean, hey, that's more seasons than I've done. That's so. the most of a show that I've been on that's, that's, yeah. that's lasted. And you were also on um, Abby's, which was on AB NBC. I'm NBC sorry. also, and we were canceled. And Stumptown, which was on ABC. That was ABC, and we made it, I think we made it through halfway of the first season. And then canceled. Yeah, well, we got picked up and then canceled. <laughs> oh, right, right, the right. world ended. So. Yeah, well, COVID did a lot of things to a lot of people. Yeah. But you do have a movie coming out, and it has not been canceled. I hope not. No, yeah, no, it hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't been canceled yet. It's called uh, Clowning Out. Yeah, Clowning Out, and it's with uh, Alejandro Edai. Is that Edai? Edda. Edda. Alejandro Edai. Edai. You are so much better at pronouncing that than I See? am. See, and I, I don't even speak Spanish. I know, but you do play. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fake it for the rules. But you do play. Uh, you play yourself, but you're a comic. Or you're not really yourself. You play. I, I play a character named Frankie, who's best friends with the lead, and I play a comedian. Yeah, which is so, amazing. And that's how I got the job. I didn't even audition. Oh, I didn't know that. They saw me do stand up. What? Where at? Yeah, I was doing it at the Improv. Why does that never happen to me? <laughs> like, I'm always like, I'm going to be seen. Someone's going to see me. Like, I dress up for every show. Like, I really put in so much effort. Yeah, no, but... a friend of a friend took the director to the show. He saw me in the show. The next day, uh, they called me and they're like, hey, we want you to do this role. The table reads on Saturday. And this is like Friday, I think. And I was like, Like, the yes. table read is tomorrow. Like, I did the show on, like, Wednesday. They called me on uh, Friday. The table reads at nine or ten in the morning on Saturday. Oh my god. And I was like bartending at the time. And yeah. this was like two years ago when we shot it. And I, I quit my job. Like they weren't gonna give me time off to shoot for like nineteen wow. days. Um, and I haven't had to go back to bartending since because I've just been booking and booking. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love that for you. That's so great. Yeah. Well, congratulations, my friend. I'm very excited for your successes. <laughs> um, canceled and not canceled. Yeah. So, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. We're all trying to stay relevant in this city. It's so crazy. It's so hard. Um, so today we have what I would consider one of the most fun episodes we've done so far. Um, today we are going to be talking sex toys. And you know I had to bring my arsenal. I, I was trying to pick out like one or two that I wanted to bring to the show, but I thought there's no way I could pick. We're just going to... 
We're going to bring the arsenal and we're going to play with what we got. So um, let's get into it, right? So the concept of a sex toy is very broad, obviously, right? The term refers to a sex aid or an object or device that is primarily used to facilitate human sexual pleasures. I like that, right? Um, so we have all sorts of toys. I brought in everything from my, my all-time favorite, which is going to be my wand, and it's a, more of a vibrator type. Um, I don't know how familiar either one of you gentlemen are with vibrators. Are you... Uh, Are these your toys? I had a a girlfriend that used uh, vibrators a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think as an aid to sex, it's like huge. I mean, obviously for masturbation purposes, also love. But So I brought literally everything. I've got my anal toys. I've got my uh, vagina toys inside and out. Um, Anal plugs. I've got got whips. Oh, that's (laughs) not a whip. I've got our whips. I've got our, our, uh, our handcuffs, which I don't know how I want these handcuffs to play into these episodes today. (laughs) License and registration, please. What seems to be the officer problem? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dr. Eddie, how familiar are you with sex toys? Is this this an area that you're comfortable in, or? I'd say that I am relatively comfortable in this area, and mostly because of all the wonderful work that's been done in this area. Yes. And so I know I'm always kind of bringing it back to science, but there actually is really great science that shows uh, there's a long archaeological history Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, of of using sex toys and also the long-term benefits of uh, improved relationship status yes. and communication, bonding, and just increased better pleasure. Yeah. Right? And so if we're talking about better pleasure, then I'm all for it. I, I agree with that. And I think it, it you, what you said about communication, that's so key because if you can have these conversations and you don't feel shame around the sex toys, I've always felt that when I brought a sex toy into the situation of me and a partner, it was going to almost threaten his manhood in a way. Um, but in the same way that I could be using sex toys on him would also threaten his manhood in some way because I would want to use like you know something in his ass and give him that extra um, that extra pleasure with his orgasm. But I feel like that again is where men kind of shy away and don't want to feel like they are gay or in any way shape or form less masculine for using this on themselves can i be so bold ray have you ever used yeah like it's a i had a a girlfriend when i was like in my early 20s yeah and she was like in her 30s and she introduced me to that for the first time and i was like a dolphin no no no. you know what i mean like 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 quickly like uh -uh. that wasn't that wasn't like something that i was like into right away wait 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 what do you what is the dolphin you know how dolphins they like they like go uh -uh. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I thought this dolphin was a sex toy. I was no, like, wait, no, no, no. what is There actually toy? is one shaped like a dolphin as is well, there? but yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. That's my, that might be why I thought of that. So uh, she used one on you and you were like, no. She I tried at first, like, okay. with, with, like, out, like, mentioning it ahead of time. Oh, see, that's the wrong way to go. Yeah. Definitely about like, the she, she was, like, getting, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we, like, had talked about stuff like that. I, I think we talked about it before. And then it just kind of, like... All right, let's, let's let's. So you had mentioned it probably in previous conversations, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. not necessarily the night it happened. Not the night it happened. So so she was probably the first girl that I think she definitely was the first girl that actually used sex toys. Yeah. Uh, that I had dated ever because like most of the girls I dated in college, they didn't really that wasn't like their like thing. I guess. I feel like though. I didn't really use sex toys until I was in my. I, no, I was nineteen, and it and it wasn't my like 
thinking. Like I wasn't even masturbating as a like, teenager. So I never thought about doing it. It was because the guy I was dating at the time was like, you need to use this and like introduce me to a vibrator and like change my life forever. And I was like, never going back to the fingers. That seems so <laughs> irrelevant at this point. <laughs> um, but have you ever used even like, um, what are they called? The flashlights? I have. I have actually. Yeah. And how do you feel about those? Do you feel like it's a it's good fine. exchange? Uh, it's fine. Uh, again, it was one of those things where like uh, a girlfriend of mine had it. Uh, really? And it was, it was, yeah, it was, I've, I've been introduced to sex stuff from women. Like yeah. I, I grew up like this like Catholic kid that didn't yeah. really like explore his sexuality, if you yeah. will. Uh, so most of my stuff, it's like, like the first time I ever saw like the rabbit that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, was another girl and she had this thing where like whenever she like went down on me she was using the rabbit she's like also get herself in the oh nice and stuff smart um, girl smart yeah yeah and i found it by accident she was like super like 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 bashful at first and i, I thought it was like the hottest thing ever i think there definitely is like a um i don't even want to say like a a bad outlook on sex toys but i definitely think it is like a shame thing because it almost seems like you shouldn't need it, or if you and your partner had a good sexual chemistry, you wouldn't need to use it, or I don't know, it just gave, it feels like there's almost like a dirty connotation from it. First off, you have to go into a sex store to buy most sex toys. Not now. Now you can buy Amazon. online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me add to that real quick, actually. Yeah. Only because there's a bunch of places that previously banned the selling I of was, sex yes. toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's a bunch of states that didn't allow sex shops to exist. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's only not allowed. It's been banned in the state of Alabama, but everywhere else, they've... Currently, it's still banned in Correct. the state of Alabama. So th it's Alabama and then a few specific countries. It is the year 2022. Correct. And it's banned to even have... Um... There's a specific law. Uh, that bans it in the state of Alabama. So, so they've been working to try and get, kind of get rid of it. Uh, they've worked on a bunch of other states uh, to kind of r give people that kind of privacy. Right. Uh, but Alabama still likes to control a few things. But So my question is, are they just not allowed to have sex shops or they're not allowed to like purchase sex toys? Like if they were to come in your house and see a sex toy, like I would say that that... The challenge with that is things like Amazon and stuff can't right. be controlled. Right. So probably it doesn't make that big of a difference. But right. there's a lot of places that didn't even allow sex shops, which right. is where a lot of people actually either learn or in the past. That's where they used to get a lot of their adult films. Right. And that's where you get a lot of like sex supplies mm -hmm. if you're not going to Amazon. Yeah. Right. And so Amazon is wonderful for some things, but actually not great for others. Yeah. Uh, because you don't have that much control. Always of what you're buying, what you're getting, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sex, some sex shops uh, do a lot of rigorous kind of uh, filtering out of specific products and choosing really? other products, right? And yeah. so it really just depends on who owns it and what they're interested in. Oh, that is interesting. I don't even think about that. I don't even think about the fact that like not every store is getting the same toys merchandise yeah because yeah. you always just see the big wall of penises you know sure. and then there's a big wall of vibrators and then there's usually like the things in between um and i just kind of assumed that like all things were kind of sold and you should create your like own stores. etsy sex store and just like ship it in like in alabama you could ship it in like an ar-15 <laughs> box and there yeah. you go there, there, no one's gonna care right because you can have guns what that would work that's so true though <laughs> Just don't label it anything to do with sex. That's so crazy to me because I was looking at this and 
Uh, I saw that the act of 1998, and so I just assumed that that was like an old law. I didn't realize that that was still true to this day. That is, is madness. It's the to only me. place in the U.S. In the U.S., but yeah. there are a lot of other countries absolutely who ban and some sex of them toys. Are so surprising. Yeah, actually, uh, Thailand, which is pretty surprising, right? Because it's known for sex. I mean, sex trafficking. I guess I don't know if that's like necessary. Those are all loaded statements. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that there is a long history of sex tourism. Yes, tourism. Right? That's the word. Uh, yeah, that's tourism. a better word. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and so, sex tourism also can be good and bad. Right. Okay. And right. So it's right. Good for the sex workers. Right. Uh, if it's legal and regulated and safe, yeah. uh, and safe. And then it's bad if you're being trafficked, if you're underage right. and all those things. So Thailand has a slightly mixed history when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then you have some other countries that are less surprising. Yeah. You know, like Saudi Arabia. Right. right. So there's a couple of places where you're not surprised, but those tend to be the countries that actually watch more porn. Yeah. As you well know. Oh, I do. Absolutely. Uh, and know. so. If you do, if you are able to look at some of the the, the trends on Pornhub and, and stuff like that, it actually tells you where a lot of the the, the prime locations watching specific types of porn yeah. are in the country and in the world. And some of those that have banned a lot of those things are the ones that watch yeah. more of that stuff. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. But isn't even there some ban in some countries on like being able to watch porn, like being able to get to certain porn sites? To porn sites, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they so control crazy. a lot. Well, I mean, those. Yeah. there are specific countries that control and regulate a lot of those types of freedoms. Yeah. And so we take them for granted we here do, yeah. in the West for sure. But some people don't have access to this podcast. Yeah. No, or, yeah. Or this type of information. And that's yeah. why it becomes even more important what you do and what we do and yeah. having these conversations because we're hopefully filtering in a little bit yeah. uh, and talking about things that a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about all the different types of sex toys. So obviously we have vibrators, the personal massagers. These are my absolute favorite. Um, and it's funny that they also call them personal massagers because I remember when I was a kid, um, I walked in on my mom masturbating at the time. I didn't know she was masturbating because <laughs> she just had the back massager from under her bed. And I was like, oh, that's the back massager. But now looking back as an adult, knowing what I know, I'm like, she was masturbating with the personal massager over there that my brother and I for sure used on our backs. So <laughs> real fucked up. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Hide it. Hide it in a drawer. You use know. what you got. You do. You do. You do. You. I mean, I've used toothbrushes before the vibrating toothbrushes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's, I mean, hygienic. <laughs> also, it wasn't even my toothbrush. I straight up used somebody else's But toothbrush. you're not using the bristles. No, 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 not yeah. the bristles. Right? So that doesn't it matter. It was the harder, bigger end. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't there like a How I Met Your Mother like episode about that? About how the, <laughs> Was there? The, like literally there's an episode where they're talking about our toothbrush. Like, what do you mean our toothbrush? <laughs> the one that's in the bathroom. Wait, you use the same tooth? That's my toothbrush. <laughs> what? And then like, you slept the night over here and she's like, and I used your toothbrush. And it turned out like everybody had used that toothbrush. Oh, no. So I wonder how many people use that toothbrush. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't I don't, I don't. even want to tell you whose toothbrush it was because it's a really fucked up thing of me to do. I was, I was young. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is also like a vibrator that um, it kind of like sucks on your clit. So your clit goes inside of this little ring here. And then it just like vibrates and just shakes the shit out of your clit. And it's actually really amazing. But it's very specific. Yeah. yeah, go for it. I'm like, what? But it's very specific, and so like I prefer like the 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 one, just like a bigger, um, 
saying. But yeah, it's very, very interesting. This little clit sucker. I get a lot of sex toys for free, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. this was one of my free sex toys, but I've definitely used it and it, it, it does what it, it needs to do. Um, there are plenty of anal toys, which are my favorite. I have everything from butt plugs here today. Um, I These are technically used for like stretchers um, for a lot of people because I have like all sizes of them. Um, but you can also just wear up <laughs> just to have them in. I definitely do that from time to time. I've worn them to the grocery store just to, you know. How does that? A little extra. Like, you're just like. I'm having a great day. Yeah, exactly. And it gives you a little, for me, it gets me a little extra horny. So I'm yeah. like, I can like, you know, gear up for whatever is Got about it. to happen. Uh, yeah. Penis rings do the same for guys sometimes. I think, penis too. rings. Yeah, but cop rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you put them on when you're not even hard. Yeah, some people do and they, in anticipation of an evening or yeah. whatever the case may be. Okay. Uh, and then once you get hard, they help you stay hard depending right. on what type. They have like the silicone type, the rubber type, but there's metal. There's <gasps> also... There's all kinds. Metal? Yeah. So my friend got me a metal one once. How uh, does that work? Now it depends uh, on the size of your testicles. Doesn't it need it, to grow though? So if you have large testicles and you put your testicles and the penis through the ring, uh -huh. you can almost only do that when you're soft. Yeah. Right. And so then when you get an erection... Uh, it, what? It pops your balls? I'm so yeah. scared for you. I'm like, what happens? Well, it's challenging to get off but it keeps you erect and it does what it's supposed to do and it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt no oh. well i mean it depends on the size of the ring it depends on a couple of variables so you really have to be careful i don't recommend the metal ones no i got it as a birthday yeah. gift i put it on at the bar <laughs> at the bar well not at the bar oh. but like while we were at the bar i was like okay i'll be right back i put it on and then oh my decided God. i wanted to keep it on for the rest of the evening and so i love it the rest of the evening i thought well, was really of, uncomfortable it kind of will cradle them right it does it, make so them like, feel, it makes know? it look nice from afar yeah right gives if you a nice big bulge it does yeah uh but it's not super comfortable and it it was in Louisiana, so it was hot. Yeah. There's a bunch of problems with it. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend the metal ones. That's all I'll say about that. Well, speaking of uh, giving you that big bulge, like that is actually that um, trans um, men, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Trans men will often uh, use some sort of like um, a strap on or um, what did you call it in here? It's called a um, Packers. Packers. Yeah. Packers. They call them Packers. Where they Prosthetics. Will, yeah, it's, get a yeah. prosthetic in there so they can give the illusion of the penis from afar, right? Yeah, and so often they help some people confirm their gender identity. Okay. Right? And so it's a little bit more sensitive than okay. we're making it right okay. now. So certainly uh, they're an extension of sex toys because it's in that same family. Yeah. Uh, but they definitely are on the prosthetic side. But it's more of like they'll strap it on, correct? It's not just so like they a can if you're wearing underwear, depending on your gender identity. Okay. Um, it could just be, it could create the bulge for you. Okay. It's about feeling like it's there because you feel like it's supposed to be there right. and it's not there, right? And so right. it's creating that like affirmation of your gender. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, but there are also, there's erect ones and there's not erect penises okay. and there's a variety of different sculpts of penises that you can choose oh. from. And so you, you do get some variety. I, I'm not an expert in that area. Uh, but I know that there are a lot of choices. You can choose an uncircumcised or circumcised. You you have That's some options. That's amazing. Right. I didn't yeah. know any of that. I, I just honestly thought it was for like visual purposes. I didn't know that you would get um, hard and soft. And like I didn't know all of those things. I thought it was very much just like 
packing that I truly like I'm well because I had heard a story of a trans man who had actually gone to prison and while they were doing their like stripped down to everything he was like I have to tell you that this is I have my prosthetic here you know and so they took his prosthetic and they put it with the rest of um, his belongings and he obviously you know goes to female prison and then comes back out but um, as he was leaving, they like gave him his box of things and it has his packing in it. Yeah. And uh, he was like, I, it was the most embarrassing thing. He was like, I wish they would have just thrown it away. He was like, I really didn't want to like receive that back. I was like, I don't know if it's a bad thing. It's still a part of you. I would want my things back. I would own all my things. So who knows? I mean, there's, there's a lot to unpack in your story yeah. right there. <laughs> only because... <laughs> Should they be placed in a different right. gender? Like kind of, I mean, that's a different conversation than what we're having today, yeah. but it's certainly a conversation for real. Yeah. And I don't know how that does work when uh, trans go to prison. It's super problematic. Yeah. yeah. We only have a really strict, unrealistic binary when it comes to a lot of things. Right. Uh, and corrections is definitely one of them. It's yeah. It's pretty antiquated. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. But then again, I'm sure she slayed in, in a female prison or he slayed in a female prison. <laughs> I just say it. So Packers are definitely a kind of prosthetic. Yeah. There are a bunch of other really neat ones that are more modern, like okay. the wireless ones that you can <gasps> share with a partner. Yeah. Right? So you can like, and I've seen, you've I've seen, seen toys. Videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where one partner turns it on for another yes. or yes. a student finds the... The wireless, yes. whatever, in the classroom. Somebody's like, got it in their panties. It's the Bluetooth dick. That's the, awesome. Yeah. And yeah. so um, originally they were, or I mean, I don't know about originally, but they were certainly a part of uh, being able to connect if you're far apart. And so you can um, have those kind of intimate moments with your partner over the phone, but also yeah. control some of those things. So yeah. as far as... Or you've seen like the movie scenes where they're doing it and they're like at dinner or whatever and right. the girl's like losing her mind, you know, in the chair. Have you ever done do they, those? Do they, do they really actually work like yes. that? Yes. Like, like they're like like legit. You're like, oh yes. my God, I can't have a conversation. Yes, because some of them will either vibrate on your clit. I've worn them before. Some of them will only just be on your clit or some of them they actually have like a little, it's not a big insertion, but it's like a this about as big as your thumb insertion that'll kind of like sway in there. And so once you turn it on, it'll start like making these movements. Oh, and man. that's like, yeah, it's I'm, a lot. Don't quote me, but I think it's actually pretty popular on OnlyFans too, because people oh. could pay. Oh, I don't they know get if it's the OnlyFans, remote. But you can pay, and then it vibrates it. Something ah. like that. Uh, I think it's something like. That. So if you pay, uh, then you have access to it, and then you can vibrate it for the model or whatever. Yeah, it's like a different style of Zoom room. It's a look. Yes. Oh my god. I, mean, I would actually love that. I would totally do that. I'm surprised I haven't done that yet. So yeah. I'm not an expert in that area. Well, I'm about to be. Oh, you about to come <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. About to find out real quick. Um, okay, so sleeves. Um, so that's what we're talking about with the... Um, oh, my God, why am I blanking? Where you put your penis inside a... Flesh, Absolutely. Um, a flashlight. Flashlight. Yeah. yes. Oh, my God. Words. Pocket pussy, me. flashlight. Pocket pussy. Yeah. That's what I'm familiar oh, with that's what called. you know no, it no. as. Yeah, pocket pussy. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I do remember the first time I found that in a boyfriend's closet and I felt offended again, which it's crazy because there's just like this weird like shame. And I guess I felt like I wasn't enough for him if he had to like use this thing. Uh, he probably masturbate. had it before, though. Oh, he 100 yeah. percent had it before me. Yeah, it had nothing to do with me. I just took it personally because I feel like sex is a hard thing not to take personally, you know? Yeah. Like. Well, it's like the counter to how men often feel with vibrators and dildos yeah. and stuff, right? So like, yeah. it's a sensitive area, but it's really extra sensitive because we don't talk about these things. Yes. Yeah. And so because no one's talking about it, if you're like, I do this because I enjoy it, then yeah. it's less of an issue of you find really You're no, not doing it for me. Right. Yeah. And so if we can bring some of these things into mm-hmm. the bedroom and into conversations, I think yeah. we would all be better for it. Yeah. Uh, so that there's not so much stress and stigma about it. Yeah. Which is one of like the minor things that we've gotten as a benefit of the pandemic where everybody was kind of forced to be alone for, for those mm, that weren't yes. coupled and stuff. So like I think that there's less stigma, at least a little bit now when I it agree. comes to things like masturbation and toys and stuff like that. Because you have to we had to explore a little bit more than we did before. Yeah, absolutely. Getting back to those anal toys, one of the things that um, you described on here is when you're doing anal toys, you have to make sure that they have a big base because why? They will get lost in your anus if you're not careful. So this one now is extraordinary. This is not like a normal. It looks um, extraordinarily large. It is, but it was a lot of fun. Um, And it's got a little... um, sticky thing at the bottom so you can stick it in your shower to the floor or whatever you need to stick it to and just go for a nice ride but um that this seems I- like so much cardio yeah it is <laughs> but, you're, but you're not getting this thing lost in there yeah. you know and that's yeah. the key that's the key because there are other things like this which i i, I love these things because they're more like an anal bead in, yep. in the butt yeah um, and this, of course, like I would hold it at the base, but I do have smaller ones where I could see how they would just go all the way, which I love glass also. I, and I also think that glass is the most um, sterile form of toys pre- for me personally. I mean, sterile, not exactly, but no? if it's your preference, then that's different. It is definitely yeah. my preference, but I just feel like some of the toys, I feel like you it's just can't get too. them. Like it is like, elegant. It is glass. It, oh, it is glass, glass. Yeah, it's, it's a real. special kind of glass, but yeah. Yeah. It, it's not. It's what do you not mean by that? Not just regular glass. It's oh, a special really? kind of glass that doesn't break easily. Oh. Yeah, that would be bad. That, that would be bad. Oh yeah, no, it's super thick, and it's like yep. yeah, I have no fear of this breaking anywhere. But I mean, now you've now you've got me thinking though. So no, no, no. Okay, I mean, it's they're not going to fall off. They're built. They're yeah. built to last. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, now that we've gotten through the majority of the basis of the sex toys, uh, now let's use let's talk about the best ways to use them. So um, I loved this one, and I've actually never heard it called this before. It's the doggy treat, <laughs> where you're in doggy style, but you use the vibrator to like to stimulate the clitoris. Okay. Yeah, your wand is going to be favorite. great for most yes. of these. Yes, that we're talking about. Yes, one hundred and ten percent. Again, so she's bent over. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying then, to visual, Okay, got but it. But oftentimes, yeah. see, a yeah. disconnect here. I'll but, use it, though. Like, <laughs> so you're in charge of it. Yeah. I, right. I'm in charge like this, and he's going there. Got it. Yeah. I think one of the problems is definitely that uh, people aren't super creative when it comes to stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Or, or the majority, maybe. Okay. Uh, and so uh, being creative, guys are often not adventurous with that kind of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? So it... Unfortunately, it falls on the women a lot to of the time bring up, yeah. to bring this stuff. And then it's sensitive because it could ruin the moment. So this conversation has to happen at a different time. Yep. 
you know, guys have a lot wrapped up in their masculinity when it comes to the penis. 110%. Uh, absolutely. And so that's fine, but we have to be able to talk about it and navigate it. And yeah. Because ultimately we want everyone to have more sex and yes. lots of sex and, yes. and we want happy every- sex, good sex. And here's the thing about us women is we get to have multiple orgasms, so let us have them. You know, like there's not a lot. You guys make more money than we do. Like you have all the other things, but like... We have multiple orgasms for a reason. Like, get, let us have them. We can do them over and over and over again. And we can, you know, these help. These help and get us there. And I really love a sex toy, but I'm super open about having the conversations. And if we could all just be more open to having the conversations and, and, and exploring with each other. I mean, there's no reason that you can't find out what you like together, you know? Do you do you sorry to interrupt? No. Nope. Uh, do you uh, have the conversation typically before or after? Because every single time I've I've been with a partner that used a sex toy, it was it like like it, we found it. Like she left it in the bed. Or, like it was like like and then she's like, "What am I kidding? That is not a flashlight." Yeah, you know, and yeah. and that's we never and I like I dig them. I dig yeah. them in the bedroom. Yeah. Um. But like, when do you have that conversation? Like at dinner? You know what I mean? I mean, for me, obviously, it's a little bit different because people already know what I do per, for for a profession. So I feel like my conversations are a little bit more easy to have. But yeah, have them at dinner. You know, like preferences on what you like in bed. Um. Or it doesn't even have to be like maybe after you've had sex for the first time and you want to have, you know, that conversation where you're like, what could I have done different? What are some other things that get you off? You know, like I recently had that conversation and it was after having sex and it was after having great sex, but no sex toys or anything like that was involved. And then we were both like, what else could we do to help each other? You know, and and I learned places on his body he likes to be touched that I would have never even thought to touch. His stomach. Like, I would have never thought that that would be a turn-on zone or an erotic zone. But for him, it was. And so, so it's just like asking those questions and... I was, you know, very open. Like, I like sex toys. I like anal. Like, these are my turn-ons. I like you to lick my feet and, you know, talk dirty into my ears. Like, those are my things, you know? So, but I know what a lot of my things are because I've worked in sex for so long. And I think most people don't even know what their actual wants and desires are yet. I think that's why you just have to be open and explore some things, you know? There's and a co- figure out what you like. I'd, say I'd, I'd probably add to that as well, that there's some <clears throat> misconceptions about what guys think is good sex and what women think it's mm. good sex, right? So vaginal sex or anal sex are like the go-to, yeah. but that doesn't always get a woman off. That's yeah. not really the go-to for, for a lot of women. Yeah. Yeah. And so having that conversation is really important. And I think bringing in toys and all that stuff mm-hmm. really makes sure that, because it's generally fairly easy to please a man, mm. generally, right? Yeah. Uh, and so if that's the case for women, it is a little bit more difficult. And if men aren't willing to bring in right. the wand and the toys and all that stuff, then then it's not even, right? Yeah. And so... I feel like there's so much to get done on here. And I, <laughs> I, I have a quick question for you, though, Dr. Eddie. So um, one of the things we were talking about on here was using Kegel balls. Um, and now I have a pair of Kegel balls, but I've never actually used them because I don't feel like my vagina is... I don't know, like not, I don't feel like it's loose. I don't feel like I'm, I feel like a lot of times Kegels are more for keeping the um, cervical floor like tighter. And I don't feel like because I haven't had any children, I don't really have like a major need for it. Um, But does the vagina get tighter with use? Is it true that it's a muscle? So the more you use it, 
you the can, tighter it gets. You can definitely work out those muscles, yes. Right. But does it necessarily have to be with Kegels, or is it like from all the sex I'm having, my vagina is like... I would say that it's a different kind of exercise. It's different, okay. Right? Because you're not really clenching okay. when you're engaging in sex all of the time. And even yeah. if you are, it's temporary. Okay. Uh, and then you are when you're orgasming. Yeah. But not uh, for an extended period of time to work those Got it. So I should still be sticking my little Kegel things inside when I'm hanging out. Only if you are interested in them. I mean, I mean, I am interested. I have a set I've literally just never used. So, Um, okay, a good time to start. Yeah. No, I'm I'm ready to start actually, (laughs) and I'll report back. Um, Another quick question I had. So um, penis pumps. We didn't really touch on those very much, but I certainly, working in the porn industry, have. seen many people use a pump um but they have an extended um life so the pump only lasts for so long right they do only last for so long and they're actually not really great okay uh for use for extended periods and it depends if you're circumcised or uncircumcised and what it does Mm -hmm. long term Mm -hmm. um but for short term they can be fun yeah they get the job done and we're talking about the same kind of pump right where it literally will pump the penis to be hard Correct. Yes, that's what I'm. Okay, that's what I'm. It also can make it uh, appear larger. Oh, okay. Temporarily. Got it. Right, but it's not a it's not a permanent change or anything like that. Uh, I only know because I was doing a a, a shoot and the guy had a pump and the scene was taking a really long time because I had to keep being, it was for kink. And so they kept having to tie me and untie me and put me in different positions. I was like chained to a wall. And so there was a lot of downtime in between. So the scene was taking like hours to be done. And at the end he was like, I'm going to have, he was like, I don't have a penis left. He was like, I don't know what you guys want me to do, but this only lasts for so long. Like and the day has taken six hours and now here we are. Yeah, sure. it was a lot. It it's was a not lot. a natural erection. Yeah. No, it's definitely sure. not a natural <laughs> erection. Yeah, whatsoever. But it was very interesting for me because I had never even known that concept before. I didn't even know that was an option to get your penis hard. So, so much, so much. There's actually just so much more I even want to discuss. And I feel like we're running out of time. That makes me super sad. Okay, um, let me see what else I can dive into really quick before we get out of here. Oh, look how much I have highlighted. That's not good. Okay. <laughs> And so we're going to talk lubes really quickly because uh, when you're looking for lubes, you definitely want to look for the more natural ingredients, right? You do. Uh, and so there's a variety of different types. Without a void is the ones that don't tell you everything that's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like the jellies and all of those that don't that aren't really specific as to what's in there. Right. Uh, some will give you some chemicals and not others, mm. right? And so we really want to be careful. Of what uh, you're putting in, yeah. We want to avoid the ones with uh, fragrances and of all of that stuff as well, the same yeah. way that we want to avoid soaps when we're cleaning ourselves and when yeah. we're engaging and all that stuff. So there are really great ones, and then there are some that are not as great, and so we have to be really careful, which yeah. brings us back to a conversation of certain sex shops are, are very attuned to that kind of stuff mm. and will be very selective about this type of stuff what that they, they sell. In. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have that option if we're buying it on Amazon and some places right. don't have any options other than Amazon. Yeah. And I'm just picking on Amazon, but it could be any. Right. Any distributor. Right. 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 Uh, and so they're, however, incredibly important either way. Right. Yeah. Not just for anal sex, which is, of course, a must. Uh, but they're yeah. just important, especially as we all age. Of course. The vaginal flora. Yeah. You know, we get drier as we go. All of those things are, are, are real yeah. true things that occur. And yes. so, 
you know. Lube is your friend. Lube is your friend. Do not be afraid of it. But don't go for the, like, the silicone base. Don't go for the, like, the good for your body. Like, make sure that they are actual, like, real organic ingredients and um, and safe for use. And then if you are using condoms, making sure that they're water-based and mm. all of those kinds of things. There you go. And so if you're using sex toys, if you're sharing sex toys with your partner, you might want to use condoms for those kind of environments. Yes. Uh, and so if that's the case, then you want to be careful what types of lubricants you're using with yeah. your sex toys if you're sharing it with your partner. And be sure to clean your sex toys when you're done. And they can be boiled. Most of them can be boiled um, for five to ten minutes. You can always put them in the top rack of your dishwasher. Um, you or just can't use uh, the really abrasive detergents for the dishwasher. Oh, yeah. good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Palm um, olive. That's that. Now it makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, Dove, though. Dove is like. A, yeah, Dove is great. Like, uh, Yeah, I just washed mine with Dove out. Right. I'm vanilla when it comes to like liquids. Like the only thing I know and grew up was like KY. That was like the only thing. Now sure. there's like they're like like liquid. Oh yeah, everything. That looks awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I was just using it. It's fabulous. <laughs> or also even like coconut oil. I'm a big fan of coconut oils. So it's pretty popular. Yeah. I used it when I was younger. I would say <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I would say the single packets though, because it makes me nervous when coconut oil is like in a big vat. That those people are the ones are using. I used when I was young. There was like those like That's four dollar vats. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we were actually. It was hand lotion, okay. made of, right? So yeah. all of those. Well, are not, also not good bacteria gets built up oh, in God, there. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. so that can also just be just as dangerous to use on you if it's not like fresh. Yeah, stuff. So just be careful. Just um, clean your items, um, but definitely try and integrate and have those conversations because sex toys are fun, and uh, there's nothing better to like light up the sex life, especially if things might feel like a little stale and boring and. You know, yeah, they work. They work. Like, yeah. like my 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 little brother's twenty years younger than me. He's about to be a freshman Aww. in college. Yeah, he leaves like next week. Oh my god! Uh, so or cute. I think he he leaves this week. I don't know. But uh, but I, I gave him some pointers. Good. You know, like I wish you would have given him some pointers. <laughs> he would have learned a lot more. <laughs> not like 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 just told him what to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I was like, dude, lube is super important. And it condoms. Is. And condoms. Yeah. He went to an all boys school at, during the pandemic, so it's like you're gonna get hit hard. Yeah. Like. Like the first girl that he like, you know, busts in, yeah. he's gonna be like, "I'm gonna marry you." <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, "Don't, don't go after the first one." Man. Don't go after the first. Yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, she could be perfect, but trust yeah. me, uh, he should probably watch one of our previous episodes on the pullout method. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> it doesn't really work that great, so we should be clear about that. But it is fun. That's a fun method. So, all right, you guys, um, I would love to do more, but we are running out of time. So um, until next time, um, Ray. Um, actually, you have a show coming up um, October October second, five o'clock at Flappers at Flappers in Burbank. And um, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Ray's Reality R A Y S R E Y A L I T Y, um, and then just just Google me. I'm kind yeah. of a big deal. So. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much for being in here with us. Thank you, Doctor Eddie, as always, and. Uh, Guys, if you like what you saw, just click subscribe. And until next time, adios.